I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you are listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Welcome back to Never Wear Boring Socks. This week we are going to be talking about traditions. Um, we have traditions on the mind because we are just coming out of the holiday season um, and a lot of us associate the holidays with traditions um, that each of us practice. Um, but they're not necessarily, traditions aren't necessarily defined or limited to one particular time of the year. Um, and so right now, as we're kind of like settling back in to our routines, um, we kind of hope to bring some of the comfort of these tra- traditions, excuse me, along with us into the new year. So we're going to talk about what makes traditions meaningful, um, how they can add value to our lives, and how we can let traditions evolve over time. Very nice. And before we get into our discussion of traditions, Anna, what socks are you wearing today? I'm wearing a pair of socks that I just recently bought um, over my winter break with some of my Christmas money, and they are predominantly white, and then they have little birds all over them that are kind of, they're like blue and orange and red, Um, and I just like these socks. I think they're really pretty, and I think the birds are kind of playful and they're colorful and it's nice to have kind of like a liveliness amidst all the wintry gloom so <laughs> that's why wintry gloom that's appropriate <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so what socks are you wearing maria well that's really funny that you're wearing socks with birds on them because i am as well <gasps> So this is very serendipitous. My socks are kind of a pinky red color with green on the toe and the heel, and they have birds all over them. And they were a Christmas gift, so I felt like that was kind of appropriate for this episode because one of the traditions that I have around Christmas time is giving and receiving gifts. And the fun thing about these, um, in terms of getting them as a gift, was that the person I got them from also gave me a book, and the socks kind of matched the cover of the book, which I thought was very clever. I was quite amused by that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. All right. So... I thought we could start this discussion of traditions with a few traditions that are meaningful to us, some traditions that we have in our lives currently, Um, especially some sort of Christmas holiday traditions, since we just did those the last few weeks. And some of those are things that we do together since we spend Christmas together. And I guess that's, for me, that's a very big tradition, is coming to Minnesota and seeing my family around Christmas time. So for me, that's really big, and it's meaningful to me because I get to spend time with family. And it's very, very location-based, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like a lot of traditions are not just defined by, like, what you do, but also by, like, different associations you have with them. Um, So oftentimes that can be, like, a place where you celebrate those traditions, or it can be the people who you're celebrating the tradition with, or it can be, like, the music you're listening to when that event is going on or whatever. And I feel like that also lends itself very much to how we like to find traditions in our mind. Um, and even though like for me, the tradition of uh, you guys coming to Minnesota is still like in my home or my grandparents' home where I am very often throughout the year. So like that part of it isn't necessarily different for me. Um, but there's a lot of other things that um, 
like define that tradition for me even though i like don't leave my home to celebrate it like you do Mm -hmm. yeah well and how would you define a tradition speaking of how we define it that's a good question i mean i think obviously it's something that's like repeated um at pretty like reliable times during a given year i think and but that i mean that doesn't necessarily have to be true either i think i guess the thing about traditions is that like some aspect of them has to be constant um and i think Mm -hmm. like elements of the tradition can change like sometimes when you're practicing the tradition might change or what you're doing might change or um like what food you're eating might change but like there's always something in a tradition that's constant and i think that's what makes them like traditional um and i think oftentimes too it has some kind of um root with a certain holiday or um uh different family members um and sometimes traditions can go really far back and it can be culturally related or sometimes it can just be something that a family has chosen to do and they keep doing it but i think something that's true of all traditions is that there's a constant element to it even if there are other variables going on i guess yeah i agree when i like that you pointed out that the constant doesn't have to be what you're doing it can be the people or the place or some other element that's not like the physical doing of a thing Right. Sometimes that can change over time, but it's like the tradition is that you do it with these people or in this place. Exactly. And that can still be part of the tradition. Right. Definitely. So do you have any other favorite holiday traditions that you've just participated in, in the past few weeks? Um, one of like m- my favorite holiday traditions, I guess, is um I guess, like, what my immediate family always does on Christmas Day, um, because I get to see a ton of my extended family on Christmas Day, and so every Christmas we open gifts at my house with just the four of us, and then we go to my grandparents' house where you guys are, we open gifts with you, and then we go to my other grandparents' house, and we have Christmas dinner and open gifts with them and spend time with them, and that's, like, kind of the order that we do every year. And so, like, whenever it's Christmas, like, I know what to expect. And I know I'm going to see, like, my entire family that day, which is just, like, a really special thing for me. So even if we're, like, doing different things on that day, I'm still with these people at, like, a certain time every day. And that's really special for me. And also what we do on Christmas Eve, um, I spend time with Maria and um, her family at my grandparents. and we have christmas eve dinner and we sing christmas carols um and the thing is like that tradition also varies each each year as well um like we usually eat fondue for dinner but this year we didn't do that but it was still the same tradition because it was the same people um so i like how they kind of change each year but i'm always still with like my same family members i think that's what really defines traditions for me oftentimes um is like the people who i'm spending time with because that's like the most important part of it for me is the relationships that i get to put time and energy into during those traditions i agree i think the people that you share certain traditions with are a really big part of it and i think there was one year where my family didn't go to minnesota to see you guys and it felt very disorienting for christmas i mean we were home for christmas which everyone says, like, you should be home for Christmas. That's the only way to do it. But it was very strange to me because it didn't feel like our normal tradition because we were just at home. But I think it wasn't even so much the location as it was the lack of people that I normally spend that day with. Like, I think if you all had come from Minnesota to see us in Massachusetts, it would have been different. But it still would have felt more like our normal Christmas tradition, even though it's different. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I feel like like this year during um, Thanksgiving, we were having Thanksgiving meal at my grandparents' house. And the different 
my different family members who come to Thanksgiving each year kind of vary depending on like what side of their family they're going to. Um, but this year, like all my cousins from my mom's side were coming. Uh, but then my one of my cousins um, had like a cold and she was like, maybe not going to come. And she ended up coming eventually, which I was really happy about. But I remember the fact that like she didn't come was just like really disorienting for me. And I was like, yeah. no, she has to come because like her mother, my aunt um, was still there and like celebrating with us. So I was like, where's Kendall? Like, where's the mm-hmm. rest of their family? So I think the people are really like what define traditions for me. But obviously it's different for everyone. Yeah. And I think that's also true of traditions that you have by yourself. Sometimes your tradition is kind of defined by the fact that it's just your thing. So it could be other people or it could even just be that the important person in this particular tradition is yourself. But I agree a lot of them have to do with who I'm spending the time with. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And we brought up the idea of it being disorienting to not follow traditions that we followed in the past which brings me to one of the reasons why i think it's important to have traditions or maybe how they enhance our lives and one of the reasons i think that traditions do enhance our lives is because they give us a feeling of kind of security stability groundedness which is why it feels disorienting when that tradition doesn't happen or gets taken away and i think i'm curious your thoughts on this anna but i was thinking that this might be even an especially important aspect of traditions for young adults who are in transitional periods of life like starting college or starting your first job when all these things around you are changing because i think that's kind of a defining feature of young adulthood for a lot of people is that so many things about your life are just in flux a lot of the time. So I I feel like traditions could be very helpful to a lot of us to make us feel a little more grounded and less like ah, everything is changing all the time because it is it is disorienting sometimes. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because I've, like, kind of been thinking about that recently, actually, but not in the terms of, like, traditions necessarily, but that's definitely, like, what it is, like, what has been causing me to think about, like, change in continuity and whatever. Um, But yeah, so obviously, like, my life this year is completely different than my life was last year. Like, last year I was in high school, I was finishing up my high school career, and I'm starting my college career, so I'm in a completely different place than I was when I was in high school, when I was kind of, like, finishing it up. Now I'm doing this completely different thing. I'm living somewhere completely different, which I've never done before. I've always lived at home. I'm with different people. Um, and it's been really exciting and I'm really liking it, but it it is like completely different than what I have been doing. Um, and while I'm like at college and doing all these things, I enjoy it a lot and I'm kind of like wrapped up in it and I'm happy I'm here. But then I go home and I think I spend a lot more time thinking about um like how the change has affected me i think because you're put back into this place where you used to be but you're not like fully living there anymore and it's kind of weird to be back home yeah um and over christmas it's so nice to have the traditions because i do get to be with my family members who i get to be with every year and so it's like not everything is changing because there's still these constants in my life that i get to rely on i think traditions amidst change are also just nice because they're reliable it's like well who knows what's going to happen in the next few months but i do know that i'm gonna spend this day with these people you know what i mean like like even if it's just like a couple hours that you can count on like you know it's gonna happen yeah i think that's really nice with traditions um but i feel like there's a flip side at least for me i don't know like when i was at home over break thinking about um all the change that's happened in the past year or so and being at home and having like the regular constants back in my life um it made me feel kind of sad because i felt very acutely like the fact that i'm like getting older and that i'm like not living at home anymore and that like part of my life is done because like mm-hmm. even if i go home it's like not the same as it used to be 
so like in that regard it like kind of made me feel really like sad and melancholy and like oh my gosh like i'm like my childhood is over (laughs) (laughs) but i do think like the traditions themselves are really good at like grounding that and keeping this thing that is just like continually constant for you i mean it's really nice to have that and i totally agree that when it doesn't happen it's like so jarring i mean if if you plan on doing this thing with a friend and like you make plans and then it falls through it's like oh that's disappointing but traditions just have like so much more weight to them because you do it like all the time and if for some reason it doesn't happen it's just like it's like oddly disappointing but it also just Mm kind of throws off your perception of not just that day but probably part of your year as well um so yeah i'm glad you spoke about that because i think it is quite an important part of young adults lives um as you become older you obviously start developing new families and then you develop new traditions um but like right now as we're kind of between like adulthood and childhood and stuff like this is the one thing that's kind of tying those things together i feel like and so i'm grateful to have them definitely but it kind of screws my brain yeah yeah i can understand that because you're used to certain traditions and then things change and this this goes back to the idea of we talked about i think in the episode where we were talking about college like when you were starting college about how when you're put in a new situation like that, there's so much newness and there's very little comfort and familiarity. So I think that's kind of what the traditions can do for us. Right. In these situations. Yeah. And it's also easy to let go of traditions during these times where I think like maybe it might be useful to even hold on to them a little more or maybe not exactly the way that you always have done them maybe start new ones or change your traditions but instead of just like letting go of all constancy entirely and being like well everything's changing unless you are a person who thrives in that kind of environment because maybe you do but i don't yeah well that's interesting because i'm definitely in a place right now i think where i I'm very, like, immersed in the newness of everything, and now I've kind of, like, developed a routine that works for me, like, within this new environment, and I very much, like, latched myself onto that, and I'm enjoying it now, and so I am kind of just, like, in all of this, like, new environment, Um, and that's, like, working for me in the moment, but... I know that there's, like, going to kind of come a time when I'm going to regret, like, not taking enough time to, like, reflect on the past constants in my life or take enough time to, like, remind myself of things at home and whatnot. So I'm definitely trying to find, like, a balance um, in, like, remembering things from the past and keeping, like, things in my room that are going to remind me of that and whatnot. Um, And also, like, plowing forward with the new experiences that I'm having. And I do think traditions are a way that can kind of keep you grounded for sure but it's hard to like stay conscious about that when you're so immersed in like this new experience because it's just like go 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 Mm -hmm. and you kind of forget to take the time to really like preserve the things that you want to from your childhood or whatever and to move on with what you want to as well i mean you definitely have to think about that so I do think traditions are a good way to kind of, like, bridge the gap there, I guess. Well, this is also reminding me of one other reason that I think traditions can be helpful, which is that for, in my experience anyway, I think that traditions can make the passage of time feel more satisfying because it encourages me to be mindful and be in the present moment because... It's like a really good way to notice time passing in a positive way with these kind of markers that you look forward to and can also look back on. Like there's certain things I remember in high school I would do with my friends every single semester at the end of the semester. Like we would all get ice cream at the end of the semester. And 
it was really fun to look back every at every semester and be like, wow, like we've been doing this for three semesters now. And then at the end, like, wow, we've been doing this for eight semesters. Like, that's a lot of time. Look how much we've grown. And um, because it was a positive thing that I was looking forward to, it was a a good way to be in the present moment and really enjoy it instead of just freaking out about the passage of time going too fast, which is also really easy to do. Right. Well, yeah, and I'm really guilty of that, too. Like, I think traditions can bring that out in me, like the, the freak out, like I was talking about yeah. <laughs> with the passage of time. And I think traditions are good because it incur like you were saying it encourages you to be more present and to be more mindful because the fact is is that as much as traditions are a constant in your life like you yourself are always changing and so like you're going to bring something different to that tradition each year and so it's going to be different no matter what even though the excuse me even though there will be constants within it um and i think it doesn't definitely demands a certain um mindfulness for you to like get the most out of it that you can um, to be able to mm-hmm. kind of like comprehend both the constants and the changes within a tradition too, because it's not always going to be the same. And so I, I like how you're talking about the fact that mindfulness really comes into traditions and how you practice them. Um, that's something that like, I definitely was thinking about after Christmas and all these traditions, um, because I kind of looked back on it and I was like, I wish I would have been a little more present with just enjoying those traditions and with these people and not necessarily like taking them for granted and so I think it's pushed me to be more mindful and that's something that like I'm working on this year and so I think that's something that definitely like goes hand in hand with traditions for sure Hmm. yeah and one other thing that I think of when I think of traditions helping with mindfulness is the traditions, I also think, can help us sort of connect to the cycles of nature and feel a little more in tune with what's going on in the world around us. Because I know if I have certain things that I do in the winter or in the fall or at a certain time of year, then I feel more like, okay, I'm really enjoying this fall season and making the most of it. But if I don't do any like fall tradition things that I like to do, like baking or picking apples, and I feel like it just sort of whizzed past me and I didn't really get to enjoy it. Okay, I'm really glad you said that because I, we, like what we've been talking about in regards to traditions is like kind of holiday based. Um, but there are definitely those things like throughout the year that you kind of like depend, like you you like hold yourself to do those things I feel mm-hmm. like and I don't think of them as traditions but now that I like kind of put that in into that perspective I feel like it'll like motivate me to like follow through with those more like the things that you do in the fall and the things that you do in the summer and I think as I've gotten older it's been more like oh I'm gonna make time for this and then I might never do because other things come up and you get busy and you're like well let's do this instead but like those traditions are something that really give a lot like a certain groundedness to your life i think and like you said really like connects you with the changes of nature and stuff like that and i know that like when a season passes and i didn't do all the things that i would have liked to do or at least just like some of them that there's like some it feels like something is like missing and so i'm glad i like how you put that in terms of traditions because i don't even know if i've thought about them like under that kind of like blanket before but i think if i kind of like put that in that perspective like oh like baking cookies for christmas is a tradition and and like walking on a path with lots of like pretty leaves and trees and fall is a tradition or picking apples and fall is a tradition etc cetera, etc cetera. i feel like i'll be able to actually more reliably like fulfill those things and Mm-hmm. kind of keep like some other constants in my life when there's a lot of change going on too. Yeah. It can kind of elevate those things to sort of a more important feeling activity if you think of it as a tradition versus just like a thing that you do. For some reason a tradition makes it sound more like you should really do it. <laughs> right. Well, and so. 
And I'm glad you talk about it in terms of nature, because the thing that's really interesting about nature, I mean, I live in a state where there's four definite seasons, sometimes maybe three if we skip spring, but (laughs) (laughs) there's generally four seasons in Minnesota. And so nature is one of those things for me that both changes and stays constant, because obviously the seasons change every few months or so. Like each year, it's the same. Like they, they change in the same way. I always get those four seasons, um, and I think being able to treat those parts of the year differently is um, kind of a way that you can better, like, section up the year even and and take things one part of the year at a time. And having traditions to kind of like ground yourself in that time period and all the things that are good about that that season and what all the things that kind of like nature brings to that season you can appreciate more if you practice those traditions i think it just gives you another tool to better appreciate nature itself Hmm. yeah i agree and it definitely makes me feel more in tune with nature yeah. like i i feel more connected to it mm-hmm. so for sure i remember thinking about that in college especially because I often had the feeling in college that like time was just going by so fast and I was not really feeling in touch with nature or with the seasons. I felt like fall just like happened and it didn't even feel like fall because I didn't do any of my fall traditions because yeah. I was at school and I yep. was busy and like I didn't have a car to go apple picking or the resources and sharp knives to carve a pumpkin or whatever. <laughs> So that was something I thought about a lot in college. And I don't know that I really like came up with useful solutions to that problem. It was more just like a thought exercise, but something I've been thinking about trying to cultivate more in my life now. It's a little easier now because I'm not in college and I like have a little more control over my own schedule and life (laughs) but yeah yeah well I can definitely speak to that because like college is great and I really enjoy it but there are parts of it that are just like weird like you you I don't know you will never be in a living situation like this ever again in your life I mean you have a Mm -hmm. lot of resources at your disposal like people are always cooking for you and you just get to like go to the dining hall and eat the food that they cook for you and like you don't have to prepare your own food um however like the flip side of that is that like you really can't prepare your own food if you're living in a dorm because you don't have a lot of resources to do that and so like sometimes it's hard to practice the traditions that you usually would because you don't have the same resources to go and do those things like again if you don't have a car and your tradition requires you leaving campus then like good luck because (laughs) how are you gonna get there um Or if you want to cook something, like, you can't really do it because cooking in college is super inconvenient. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's just, like, reminding me to be, like, creative and, like, kind of improvise a little um, with my traditions, but also just to, like, keep doing them because I think I've definitely let, like, let some of them go. And, like, this first semester, it's been okay for me to do that because it's been such a new experience and I've been spending a lot of time on just like adjusting and meeting new people and like those traditions haven't been at the forefront of like my priorities but now that I've kind of like in a bit of more more of a routine um I feel like I am gonna try to be more creative with actually practicing some traditions that I usually would Mm -hmm. I like that you talked about being creative with your traditions Which kind of brings me to something else that we were going to talk about today, which is letting traditions evolve over time. Because I think sometimes we do get really invested in our traditions and we want them to be exactly the same every time because it is a tradition. And like, it's not the same tradition if you don't have all the exact same things in place and you're not in the same place with the same people. Um. But especially in periods of life where you're 
transitioning, when things are changing around you, I think you do need to be flexible and creative sometimes to keep, I think some traditions we just can't continue. Like you can't force them. If your tradition is like something with your high school friends in your hometown, you can't really do that in college because you're not in that location with those people anymore. But then there are others that I think you can kind of take parts of them with you. And like you said, be creative with them. Like maybe you can't drive to the apple orchard because you don't have a car, but like maybe, I don't even know, maybe you could do something else with apples. (laughs) Have apples on the mind, apparently. Yeah, well, like this year for Halloween, like again, when I'm at home, I usually carve pumpkins for Halloween. Um, but this year we did buy pumpkins. So we got pumpkins from like a little pumpkin patch very close to campus. But instead of carving them, which would have been like kind of a hassle, um, what we did instead was we, um, got a hot glue gun and some crayons and we glued crayons to our pumpkins and then we (laughs) blow dried them. So then like the crayons dripped on the pumpkins and made like pretty designs (laughs) <laughs> and like it wasn't a, like cool. it wasn't a carved pumpkin but it was a decorated pumpkin and it was like it was nice to be able to do that even though i had never done that before like it was still like decorating pumpkins even though it wasn't carving them and i got to do them with new people but it was still something that i would usually do at home and i got to like put it in my dorm room and like see my nice little pumpkins and stuff mm-hmm. so that's like one thing i did this year to kind of keep some sort of tradition going um like, there's always ways that you can improvise and be flexible with your traditions. And I think instead of just completely letting them go, trying to um, adapt them is probably a better way to go about it. And it's kind of fun trying to, like, manipulate your traditions in a way that works for you because it's kind of fun to see, like, how they change when you don't have all the resources that you usually would. Yeah. And interesting to see how they change just as you change as a person, too, because we're always evolving and changing and growing. So something that felt really comforting and fun to you 10 years ago that you've been doing ever since then, just because you've been doing it ever since then. Like, if you stop to think about it, it might not really be what you want to do anymore, but maybe you could adapt it to something that feels more aligned with who you are and what you are into right now. Exactly. Right. Like you still want to have, you still want your traditions to have meaning to them. And if you're just like mindlessly doing them, there's not a lot of point to it. So evolving your traditions over time to make them work in a way that still provides a sense of meaning in your life is really important, I think, because if you're just like doing it to do it, then what's the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's important to think about what you're getting out of it. Right. And if you feel like you're not really getting anything out of it, then what is the point? But if if it's still providing value to you in some way, then it's probably worth it to keep doing it. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up, too, because I think that kind of goes along with like the mindfulness of traditions. Like Being able to think about why you're doing them, I think, gives an even greater sense of value to them. And so not just, like, doing the traditions, but being able to, like, pinpoint why you're doing them and what it's bringing to your life. Just, like, taking a moment to think about it will make the traditions, like, so much richer and, like, rewarding for you in the long run. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes we do have to let go of traditions entirely because they just don't make sense or they don't feel good anymore. It was just like a part of your life before that your life is just so different now or you're so different. It just doesn't work like you could try to keep forcing it. But I think sometimes it's better to just let it go. Right. So do you I know like some things that I can think of some traditions that I've let go of at certain times. I'm wondering if you have any experiences with that. And did you feel any resistance when you were letting them go? Um, well, there's one thing that I can think of right off the top of my, the, excuse me, the top of my head that, like, I didn't, um, necessarily let go of. It was kind of like, this is a weird way to put it, but it was, like, kind of forced on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, this wasn't, like, a tradition that I did all the time, 
but for at least several years um over spring like my high school spring break um the macy's in downtown minneapolis would have a flower show and i would often go to that with like my mom and my sister and sometimes we bring a few friends and it was just like a fun thing to do and it was kind of nice to like have the thing we could do over spring break because sometimes spring break is like kind of boring because it's like in a weird time of the year and if you don't go anywhere then you're trying to find stuff to do so that was like a nice thing for us to do and like not really spring right in minnesota or massachusetts exactly <laughs> so it was like a springy thing um yeah but this year this past year macy's closed <gasps> so that means there's no more flower show um and so i did obviously didn't really get like a say in that like like i just really can't do that anymore because it's not an option <laughs> right um and that was kind of weird for me because obviously it wasn't like my choice to let go of it so it's not like i was in some kind of conflicted state of like should i keep doing this or should i not keep doing it it's like no i mean you can't keep doing it um mm -hmm. but it does provide quite like the complexity of thoughts about it i think just because it's like, oh, it was so nice that I got to do that, but it's sad that, like, Macy's is closing, and that means, like, new things are going to come in, and it just reminds you that, like, things are always changing, um, and things are, like, always being modernized or whatever, especially because Macy's downtown was just, like, has been there forever, and so it was weird that it closed because I felt like that in and of itself was just, like, a traditional thing that like Macy's downtown was there and it was like always there. And that's like somewhere you could go in Minneapolis. And so I don't know. I mean, it definitely reminds you of the fact that change is happening. I mean, if you're going to let go of traditions, you, it really does like kind of force you to be like, okay, like my life has changed. And I think what's good about that is that it gives you an opportunity to like accept the change that's happening in your life. I mean, I think that's what letting go of traditions ultimately is. It's accepting the fact that things aren't what they were and that you're in a new point of your life. But rather than kind of like wishing you were in a different point of your life, it's it's like appreciating where you are and doing what you need to do now um, to make your life worthwhile. And so I think even though like letting go of tradition sometimes can be very difficult. Um, it, you still have to reflect a lot in order to do that. And so I think ultimately it's still providing a lot of value to your life because you're determining what is valuable to you now um and it just because you aren't practicing the tradition anymore doesn't mean it gave you value later or earlier in your life so mm -hmm. i do think it's important to let it go if you need to because something like life you're always changing and you can't like resist the change that's happening in your life either yeah you can try, but it's not right. <laughs> probably going to help you out in any way. Yeah. Do you have any things to say about that, Maria, in regards to a tradition that you've had to let go? Well, some of them, like I mentioned before, are very specific to, like, being at high school, like the ice cream thing. Like, right. that stopped after I graduated from high school. And then I had a, kind of a similar tradition in college where I would, like, get brunch with these three specific friends that, like, we never got together outside of that brunch, the four of us. But, like, we would get brunch once per semester all through college, which was really nice. It was, like, a really nice thing to look forward to. But obviously now we're living all over the country, and I haven't seen them. So those are also things that are were, like, kind of forced upon me, so I didn't have to really consider any resistance. The one tradition that I can think of where I do remember feeling resistance to letting it go is like kind of a weird tradition that I just imposed on myself, which is that every first day of school, I would wear plaid, which was like kind of challenging sometimes <laughs> because I didn't always have something plaid. So then I would feel like I had to like go out and buy something plaid and my family is not into back to school shopping so they were like why do you need to buy new clothes you have clothes and i was like but i need something plaid <laughs> and it was hard to find an outfit that i liked especially in middle school when i got like really picky and didn't like any clothes that i already had or whatever but and i kept that up through high school and then i guess i just decided like okay that's enough of that but i do remember 
like the first year of college deciding that I wasn't going to make myself do that again cuz I I just didn't really have any plaid clothes. That's not something that I wear a lot of. <laughs> but I still felt like like I'm letting go of part of myself. Like things are so different now and should I wear plaid? So I definitely did feel some resistance to it and I think part of the reason for that is kind of what you were talking about earlier about like feeling sad that certain things in your life are changing and disappearing in certain ways and I had mixed feelings about growing up (laughs) yeah for sure yeah, and I think it's interesting that that was, like, a tradition that you, like, kind of, like, self-imposed on yourself. It's not like that tradition, like, relied on anyone else. Right, and I think and sometimes, like, where did I even get that idea? Right, I think sometimes <laughs> those are even, like, the hardest to give up because it's just, like, you define yourself in that way. That's, like, part of your identity. I mean, I think part of it that's funny is that it had to do with what you were wearing and obviously, like, your taste in clothes changes throughout time. So, again, <laughs> right. that's, like, not something that you can really hold on to, but... It feels so much of just like a thing that keeps you kind of grounded and and it is really hard to give those things up, even if like they kind of seem silly at a certain point because it provides comfort for you. But yeah, I think what's really great about being able to let go of new of old traditions is that you're it gives you space to create new ones. Um like, I can kind of sense now that I'm getting, like, settled into college and that I have, like, a good group of friends here now that we're going to be able to start doing things that we can continually do and that will be traditions while I'm here. And so, like, that's exciting because I'll be able to have something to look forward to all the time. And that kind of gives a sense of groundedness to, like, this new part of my life as well. hmm So it does provide yeah. opportunities. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, Anna, Maria, do you feel like, how do you feel about the traditions in your life right now? Do you feel like you're satisfied with them? Do you feel like you want to implement new ones? Do you feel like you're holding on to traditions that you want to let go of or are having trouble letting go of? Well, I have to say that I've like gotten a lot more out of this conversation than I thought I would coming into it. I mean, Good, coming I'm into glad. it. Well, we we originally came up with the idea of doing a traditions episode like before the holiday season ended. Obviously, we, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of glad we're talking about it now because it's making me realize that there's a lot of things in my life that I could probably define as traditions that I don't know if I ever have defined as a tradition. And so it's really like, kind of compelling me to sit down and think about those things in my life and kind of like identify them and then kind of like filter out things I guess um because just sitting here now not like a ton of things are coming to mind but I feel like if I actually sat down and like pinpointed the things that help kind of provide some sort of consistency to my life that would provide me with another tool to kind of like keep adapting to change and so just thinking about like traditions in my life right now i guess um i think with all the change that's happened in the past few months i definitely haven't practiced some of the traditions that i usually do and i'm feeling like okay about that right now because i feel like i've taken the necessary time and space to really adapt thoroughly to like this huge Mm -hmm. change in my life and i feel like i needed to do that but now that i like am getting more comfortable i feel like i'm definitely going to want to practice traditions more and so it's kind of urging me to think more about that and to try to be more creative with my traditions like be more intentional with practicing them um and it's kind of making me realize that a lot of things in my life I could consider traditions um that I didn't necessarily consider them like that before So Mm -hmm. it's also just kind of reminding me that I have more tools to kind of give myself a sense of consistency and home here than I thought I did before. So in that way, it's very helpful, I think. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like also that you um, pointed out kind of giving yourself the time to adapt to this new place before really trying to implement 
new traditions because I, while I do think traditions can be really helpful during times of transition, I also think there is, can be a lot of value in kind of just throwing yourself into a new situation and maybe letting go of your traditions and preconceived notions of how you should be living your life and just like trying something totally new for a while before you decide what you want to bring back into your life. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we can get kind of stuck in our patterns like and think we have to do something without really thinking about why, which goes back to the idea we were talking about earlier about really reflecting on your tra traditions and what they're actually doing for you. Yeah, I think if you're trying to hold on to like old things too much when you're adapting to something new, you won't be able to fully adapt to the new thing as well. And so, yeah, I think it is really important to be able to like find space for yourself to adapt as much as possible and then eventually give yourself the time to like introduce those old things back into your routine, which mm -hmm. I think is something that I'm going to start doing soon. Um but like it's okay to neglect some of those things for a while and figure out yeah stuff in your new place. I agree. I think doing Definitely. that for myself worked really well. Yeah. Good. What about you, Maria? How do you feel about your traditions right now? Well, I mentioned earlier that I felt like I really was kind of craving more tradition during my time at college. And I have made an effort more since I graduated to kind of cultivate more traditions in my life, which I feel like I've been semi-successful at. I always feel particularly strongly about this in the fall because I love fall so much. Yeah. It's my favorite season. And it always feels like it goes by so fast. And I feel like, you know, I have all these winter traditions that I look forward to. But fall, I have things that I would like to do that would make me feel more fall-like, but I just don't always do them. So I, I feel like I did make more of an effort to do some of those things this year. So, like, I did go apple picking. And then... I did bake something. So I I think those were really helpful. But I still like have the sense that I want a little more tradition in my life. But I feel like I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I need to start new traditions and not try to reinstate old traditions that I've let go of just cuz I'm in such a different part of my life now. I feel like I need my, like, new adult Maria traditions. So that's something that I, I want to think about, particularly for times of year where I don't have anything kind of established. I'm, like, I'm thinking about this right now. Like, the end of winter? What do I do at the end of winter? Yeah. I can't really think of anything. Yeah. So I, I'm really feeling like I want to establish some winter traditions, especially post Christmas as somebody who does celebrate Christmas and enjoys the Christmas season, it does feel kind of anticlimactic after it ends. Right. And it's like, what do I do for the rest of winter? Just try to avoid the cold. <laughs> so, yeah, something I'll think about for sure. So for our call to action this week, we would like to ask our listeners what tradition you are most looking forward to in the near future. And if it's something you've been doing for a while or if it's a new tradition that you're kind of inspired to start right now. Um, so we'd love to hear about your traditions that you're practicing and what you get out of them, whether they're for a holiday or otherwise. So get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. So I have a quote for us this week. From Graham Greene. There is always one moment in childhood when the door opens and lets the future in. And I, I feel like this quote is very, like, bittersweet. I don't actually know the context. I probably should look that up. But I think it goes back to the idea of 
like we're always growing and changing and going through transitions. Um, and in terms of how that relates to tradition, I think there are times when we need to accept that we are in a different position than we used to be and we need to let go of some things or be open to some things changing and really let, like he says, let the future in so that we don't just get stuck in the past without really consciously deciding where we want to go. Right. Yeah. Well, and I've kind of thought about this a lot. I mean, like getting older and growing up and leaving things about your past behind is really difficult. But on the other hand, like there really is no alternative. <laughs> like you really, you can't go back. <laughs> like you can only move forward. And so I think making the most of that forward movement as much as you can, but still cherishing the things that you've experienced is really important. And being able to find a balance between them is really important. And I don't know necessarily what the best way to do that is. But I think always kind of viewing the future positively and constructively instead of kind of wishing you were in a different part of your life um, is always going to be more beneficial to you. And I think that kind of that quote kind of speaks to that. Yeah. And I think like it also reminds me that when we let go of things, we can also recognize that that kind of makes space for new things. It's not just that you're losing the old stuff. It's that you're also making space for new things to come in, for the future to come in. Right. So it is bittersweet, bitter because you're leaving behind something that was dear to you, but then sweet because there's something new coming in. Right. I like the perspective that no matter where you are in your life, the best part of your life is still yet to come because you never know what's going to happen and looking forward to it instead of dreading it, I think is always a better perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of just a good way to look at things, even though you don't really know what's going to happen. But always being able to like keep your past with you and especially the best parts of it is a good thing to do as well. Mm -hmm. PMA. (laughs) PMA. (laughs) as always (laughs) thank you so much for listening to never wear boring socks this week it means a lot to us that you're here next week we have a really exciting interview with katie dalebout who we've talked about on the podcast before who has a really awesome podcast and book that we both like so it was a really fun conversation and we're excited for you to hear it next week please tune in and please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play if you are enjoying the podcast. And make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can find show notes for this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 019. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. We really, really would love to hear from you. Um, you can get in touch with us through our email, which is neverwearboringsocks at gmail.com or our social media, um, where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at neverwearboringsocks and on Twitter at noboringsocks. Many thanks to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for being our audio editor. And thank you to him and Martha Barnard for helping us compose and record the music. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. And until next time, remember to never wear boring socks.